How you spend your money is, in many ways, how you spend your life. So how can you generate not just a return on your investments, but a return on life? Welcome to the Own Your Wealth Podcast. Whether you're a working professional, a small business owner, or thinking about retirement, listen in as host Jason Deshays of Cook Wealth discusses tax strategy, financial planning, and more to equip you to live life empowered and truly own your wealth. Welcome and thank you for joining us today for Own Your Wealth with Jason Deshays. I'm Wendy McConnell. So Jason, today we're going to talk a little bit about the client experience, correct? That is right. And we love clients and we make sure they have a great experience, which is what we've thought out and made sure that they get something better than maybe what they've experienced previously. So what would you say that the clients love about you? Oddly enough, one of the seems low points of entry is the calling back. That Mm -hmm. seems to be a regular uh, complaint we've heard from lots of prospective clients, current clients when they've made a transition is that they are just not being communicated with. And they'll call and ask a question to their advisor or their CPA. And it's like months pass, no one gets back to them and they're just not feeling it. Which it's is kind of which surprising, is, right? It but, is really, you think that's like a really low bar to entry, yet somehow they do it. Um, actually, one of our best performing blog posts is when you've gotten ghosted by your CPA. And, uh, and we'll do, we'll be doing one of those episodes talking about that because that happens a lot. So bizarre to me that if you just can't answer the phone or call someone back, how easy that seems to be, but uh, it is a huge issue for people. In fact, there was a study done recently that actually showed that that has the most meaningful impact to client experience is just calling people back and making well, them feel heard. It's just acknowledging their existence, to be honest with you. And, you know, this is one of my pet peeves is I hate more than anything to be ignored. Oh, yeah. And it's if a you are, Yeah. If you're not calling me back, you are ignoring me. And that makes I, me angry. We're we're trying to get some work done at our house. And it's like all we want to do is put this little fence in so that our kids can run free and, and not try and climb said fence. And the guy was talking to me. He goes dark every once in a while. And then we just have to move on to the next person. So it's it's just like high level. We want to give people the respect that we want ourselves. Now, that's kind of a low bar, right? The biggest thing I feel like that we do is that we create the integrated experience. So a lot of people have, they have their wealth advisor and their wealth advisor talks to them and they do their thing. Uh, But it comes into a tax question, you know, that disclosure comes up. We're not tax advisors. We don't do anything. We don't say anything about taxes. Go talk to your tax advisor. Then likewise, they go over to their CPA or their accountant. Uh, and that person says the opposite thing. I'll give you all the tax compliance advice. I may not do actual planning because I don't have time for that, but I don't know what happens in your financial world. I don't know how much money you have. I don't really know the best thing for you. So we we have this issue of people like just not talking to each other as a professional team. And that is not the case here at Cookwell. We have this integrated approach. The team is built with a tax person and a advisor and everything just kind of this one little happy little ball of stuff and it's great and we love it and i think our clients really get that wow i'm not the middleman here i get to be 
I get to make decisions. I don't have to be handing paper back and forth between two different people to get them to say the same thing. Right. Okay. And there's also something that you offer that you refer to as return on life. What is that? Yes. That's a, a concept around that they get to be their person. They get to be their story. They get the time to do what they want to do. And they're not having to have that mental load of having to think about all this stuff because they're not good at it. They don't want to think about it. And I, I think about my my wife, for example. She she is a, a call her a stay at home parent, and that, that seems not enough. She she's like the chief steward of our family. She's the but engineer. She's the engineer. She she takes care of everything. <laughs> and it's but the thing that she tells me about is like, okay, it's not just I have to do lunches. It's I have to do lunches, and our younger son is very picky with his food, so he has to, she has to think through that. Then she's got to think through, oh, today I have to do three lunches because Gloria goes to preschool. And there's this mental load that she has to wear and hold on to over these little details of her life that are very, that just sucks up a lot of her attention. Our clients have the same thing. They have to worry about, do I have enough money for these things? Can I go on a vacation as a family? Can I do these things and I haven't told I have to do this and I'm here, I'm supposed to do that. And they just don't have a good sense of that. And so it stresses them out and they're like micro stressors. So it's not like whether they can take a vacation is always going to make them not sleep at night. But when you add that, you keep adding to the pile of, are we saving enough for retirement? Do we do have enough for college savings? Uh, oh, have I taught my kids what they need to know about money those kind of things layer on. And that's what we provide that return on life is you get to pass some of that off, that mental load. We wear it for you and then you get to go do your thing. And even uh, we mentioned taking vacation. That that happened with a client where they were really stressed about making one presumably smart financial decision that at the cost of not being able to take a family vacation, their, their oldest son was going to go to college. It was like the last hurrah as a family all at one place. And we stopped and said, this is not, uh, you're not going to remember whether you did this thing 10 years from now. It's not even going to be a flicker in the financial plan. It's not going to jeopardize it, but you will remember when you didn't take this opportunity you had and and intentionally spent money in a way that was life-giving and additive to your life, financial life. And I do think that's a part where people always think, oh, no, it's about storing a lot. It's like saving your shekels and accumulating the most. I hate to say, if you accumulate the most and you die, guess what? You still died. It didn't matter whether you had seven figures or six or two. Uh, you, you, you have all those things that people just have to sometimes live. And right. that's a good thing. And that's important. Yeah. So, Jason, tell me a little bit of about the values that you have at Cook Wealth. So values here are not about accumulation per se. It's like you need to accumulate at some point because that's how you are able to actually you know, pay for stuff in the future. You got to have some money and some resources to do it. The balance though is looking at that very difficult balance of what is enough to save in the future, but what is where you can do something now. What we don't want to see people is like living in the junker of a car um, but they've somehow amassed $8 million and they won't buy even a 
$25,000 used car, even though their car is no longer safe. But you don't want that miserly uh, kind of, no, I, I won't have enough. There's, that's fear-based, right? And we don't want to be fear-based around here. We want to be like data influence. We want to talk to people about what their goals are and how to meet those goals. And guess what? There's a lot of bandwidth in there. So our goal is, uh, as a firm is to really teach, coach, and get away from fear-based decisions and make it where the client has is the, the kind of the hero in their story and they can live the life they want to with some normal gu- guardrails. You don't want to be like, oh yeah, spend anything you want and you're good. It's a matter of finding the happy balance. Uh, one of the other things we don't take a long, we, we took a long-term view in everything. That's what we do value that. We're not looking for quick gains. We're not looking for these home run hits where somehow you buy this company no one's ever heard of and we're going to somehow get a 50x return. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking at the how we make this a sustainable long-term situation. And that requires sometimes hard conversations with clients because they want to spend a certain way. And we have to kind of be a little bit of the realist and say, this is not going to be sustainable. And, and, and that's, you know, to have a good open conversation about that. Why isn't it sustainable? Why would you feel that this would be a better way to go about things? And sometimes those are not happy conversations, but oftentimes people appreciate that perspective of someone who's not, it's not my life, right? It's not, I'm not the one having to be the one spending. Uh, it's one of those where if I can inform with a degree of unbiased advice with their best interests at heart, we can provide that real counsel that allows them to make the better informed decision. I think that most people are just so afraid of change, um, of changing their spending habits. They want Mm -hmm. to save as much as they can while doing whatever they want. So you're kind of like a mediator between the two. You're like, hey, you can still do this, but maybe just cut this out. Is that what you mean? Sort of? Yeah. And and sometimes it's also a um, expectation management. So for example, if someone's getting ready to retire or getting close to retirement, they're probably at their peak earning years. In a lot of cases, they're maybe at peak spending, depending on their lifestyle, they may be spending pretty well too. And it's not as easy as, okay, well, now we flip on the retirement income spigot and it's just money is flying each way and you can do whatever you want. It's a lot of it's going, okay, let's map through what that looks like. Is it are you flying? You want to travel a lot? Great. Well, is that first class travel or coach? Or are you going to relive your college days and stay in hostels in your 60s? You know, because that's <laughs> kind of the life you want to reclaim. All those mean different expenditures. And so it's it's really just having that understanding of what the client is expecting and helping them coach through that. Because no one's really probably very few people. There are a few people who have retired multiple times, but there's most people do it once and just like buying a business or selling a business, they do it once in their life and that's it. So they need some coaching on how that looks because if you do it once and you mess it up, it could be kind of problematic. Right. And we want to take all this, you know, counsel we've developed over years and years of working with people and helping a lot of people go through retirement. A lot of people buy businesses and sell businesses and provide that insight where you can say, Hey, we've gone through this with people. Here are some things we've noticed. Try doing this. Give it a shot. Take a sabbatical or take something where you start scaling down from five days a week to three before you fully retire. 
just to see if you can handle being at home this much. Mm -hmm. And some people can't. That is definitely a, uh, an issue. Transition for a lot of people. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, what are you doing here? And then your spouse who's been used to not seeing them ever is like, you're kind <laughs> of getting on my nerves now. I need you to take I mean, up and leave. You are always here. Always. Yeah. Why won't you go do something? You're so used to doing things. Now you're getting my nerves. You're you're kind of in like it's usually the spouse has had to kind of keep the family running. Uh, they are used to their daily cadence of, I do this on Tuesdays and I do this on right. around lunchtime. And then suddenly now there's another person here who's like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, I have a plan. Right. I've been doing, <laughs> this works great for me. You need to go find your own plan. And I'm having lunch with the girls. Can I come? No. What did you not no. understand about lunch with the girls? Are you the girls? No, go <laughs> girls. Like no boys allowed kind of thing. We and it, and it's it's about having that life, and it doesn't have to be retirement. It could be when you're working. It could be when you're in business. We want to be that. You want to be empowered to make the right decision for you, and that's not going to be the same decision as someone down the street. And we've talked about you know cocktail party planning, where it's like, oh, well, this will work for me. And, you know, my friend over here did the same thing. We aren't about that. We want your plan, your guidebook, not someone else's, not someone we just kind of crossed out their name and put your name in it. This is a custom, like your life kind of thing. And we want people to feel like they, because they are, they are special and unique. And we're there to help support that. So what is your focus and who is it that you uh, particularly help? Is it people that are about to retire, people leading up to retirement? Like who is it that you are looking to help? We do a lot with uh, small business owners. That's a unique area where they have different issues. They have more complicated issues because they, unlike if you're an employee, who kind of you get your package and you get what you get. They're crafting those packages and they have access to different resources and different levers they can pull, which is a, it's a fun area for us to collaborate with them on. So we do a lot of work in that space. We also do a lot of work with pre-retirees. And so that's that probably five to 10 year before you're ready to kind of peel out of the working world, right. getting prepared for that, making sure that you're situation is aligned appropriately. Um, the sooner we work with someone before that period, there's more work we can do to actually get them there where we need to. Uh, it doesn't mean we have to work with everyone when the time they're like 26 and like, okay, yeah, you, you got your first job. Now you can do this. It, but that kind of pre-retirement window is good because if you have to make a change, you have time to do it. Five and to 10. you have, yeah, five to 10 is a great time. So this usually puts people somewhere in their early to mid fifties. Uh, and that's a great time for us to really position them strongly for whatever they want to go out of the working world. Okay. So um, what is it that you're hoping to do for the client specifically? We want them to live an empowered life. And so to do that, they have to understand all the little parts they don't have to be the expert at, but they have to understand it, make sure it's integrated well. And, we want to be there to help coach them on those things, be a resource for them so that when they're going through life and these things pop up and they do all the time, uh, it doesn't matter if you're young and you have job changes. It doesn't matter if you're getting ready to retire. You had uh, retirement maybe foisted on you because of job cuts or something. Uh, this is one of those where we want them to know they have a resource and go to and they have to Google everything. Uh, that's a dangerous proposition. It's kind of like WebMDing yourself. Um, I remember when my wife was pregnant the first time, the number of times we Googled 
is it safe to do blah while pregnant? Don't do it. Basically, <laughs> give her an answer from yes or everyone dies in the whole <laughs> world. Um, if you eat, you know, sushi, that's the California roll or whatever. But we want people to move away from that crowdsourcing their life mm, and right. get into, I want my personal advice that ties to me. And to do that, you got to have a team. You have a team that you can trust. And that's what we want to build is that trust to, we understand your life. We understand the family dynamic. We understand your goals and intentions. And, and we can build a plan that maps that. And then we can help you navigate that plan. It's not about like, hey, come on in. Here's your plan. And adios. We'll see you five years from now when you want to talk again. It's really coaching them through that as we go and, and tweaking it as we, because things happen. Life changes. You inherit something you didn't expect and suddenly the picture is different. And maybe you retire a little earlier or you um, pay off a, a big debt that's kind of you're shouldering and you're kind of stressed about. All those things are great opportunities to tweak the plan. And we want to be there to help coach them through that. So on average, what would you say? How often do you speak to uh, clients? I would say most of our clients, it's easily at least four times a year. Maybe not in formal ways where it's like, let's have a sit down meet and talk. It's, hey, I have this going on. I've got open enrollment. I've never heard of this benefit before. Is it something I need to look into? No, don't. It's, you know, cancer insurance for pets. Probably don't need it. It's it's just going to be a, a waste of money. Maybe it's something like, hey, we, we've really been stressed. We heard a friend that happened actually with another client is that someone in their circle died kind of prematurely. And it really put this weight on them that we need to deal with our issues with our estate plane and make sure everything is lined up because he just fell off a ladder. Oh. It wasn't even like a long buildup of some sort of health diagnosis. It was an accident. And wow. so that it really, it created this hyper-focus to take care of things. And so we wanted to help with that. And it was great because we were available. And we mm -hmm. say, yeah, here's the things. Here's step one, two, and three we need to take to get that knocked out so that it can, you can rest easier. So there's a lot of that where those things happen. And then we have more planned engagement. Business owners, we generally have uh, four planned contact points like quarterly to kind of monitor the business progress and trends and then do planning in various forms. Then we kind of integrate that into their personal planning as well. So you bring up potential surprises that may come along that you can plan for. Correct. Because no one likes to be told there's a like, oh, by the way, you owe an obscene amount of money to the IRS. No. Like next week. No, no one likes that. that. I haven't found that person who says, boy, I sure <laughs> love cutting checks to the IRS or anyone for that matter. I and love the government. I just I love it. I can't wait till that money gets in there. Um, so we tend to say, okay, this is coming. It's a good year. You will owe money. Let's put it off to the side so it's there. But when I tell you this is the final number, it should be in this range based on what we knew. And that way we all kind of have well-managed expectations. Uh, I, I hate having to surprise clients. If on the tax side, I have to tell them they owe a bunch because their investment portfolio does well. We like to just get ahead of those things early and just go, we know this is going to happen. We know there's going to be a cost to it. Let's put the money over here so we're safe. But it's kind of like the plan is the money's right here. And so when the money needs to come out, guess what? The plan was it was over here. Guess we just transferred over all is well. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of that kind of just getting ahead of issues and, and thinking about those ahead of time. Or if we start saying, wow, 
you're having some big profit here. What are some of our cool planning ideas we can do to like shelter that from tax by putting it into retirement vehicles or, you know, other tax strategies that allow them to keep either control of the money in some fashion or at least keep it in their pocket. Or maybe they got to start investing in other things that they've been talking about and say, now is the time to pull the trigger on that estate plan. And maybe now is the time to go get the business plane done and it's a great tax year to have to pay attorneys, you know? So I think that's where we like to really get in the weeds a little bit and and work through that with folks. So one of the really big benefits of working with you is the integrated tax and finance team. Correct. That's, I would say probably 80, 85% of our client mix leverages both sides of the practice. We have clients who we only do wealth planning for. We don't do their tax work. They've had the long-standing relationship, but we, we collaborate really well with them, actually. So when their CPA has needs for planning, they call us and we can talk professional professional, which is great. So we give them exactly what they need. We're kind of also thinking of other things that maybe we could suggest to them so that they are successful with their client. We want the client to ultimately be the biggest winner here. It does not matter if we're providing that tax advice or if they have a separate outside CPA, we will facilitate that as best we can to make the client the biggest winner. Um, And we have some clients that we only do tax work for because they may not be a point where they've built up their wealth yet, because they started a business and they used their savings to build a business. But then as it becomes more profitable, we're helping them create the vehicle and we're kind of bringing them into that hybrid approach. So we find that that's worked the best. Um, We're a little different compared to other RAs that have possibly tax affiliates, whether it's a, they own a firm, whatever, is that we are very much more mature in that. We've been doing it for a long time this way. I think this is more of a new thing within the industry. I know some other folks, even in our local geography, who they bought the firm a year or two ago. And so where we're at 85% adoption, they're at 10. And and they just have they just have to go through it naturally and it'll happen. But the benefit is we've been doing this for a while this way, and it's like second nature for us. So you're the experience. We're the gray-haired experience. That's oh, right. Oh, I like that. For a relatively young team, too. I mean, I'm not ancient, but I'm we've been oh, doing you this look ancient. Years. You know, thanks. Um one time I was one time I was uh, I was teaching a class at the University of Mexico. I, I taught tax there, and someone I was telling them my background or whatever. They said, "Wow, you look really good for being in your like late 40s." And I said, "Well, that's great because I'm only 32." So, <laughs> thanks for that compliment. Uh, so I guess apparently I was either looked young enough that for I did a lot, but didn't look like I should have had that much experience. Right. You were smarter than your age. Yeah. But probably meant that I had not been taking great care of myself in the process, which has become a major shift in my life. But you look fantastic. Jason. I was just messing with you. (laughs) So Jason, tell us how to get in touch with you. Best way to to check us out is at cookwealth.com. You can go see all about our team, about what we do and how we can serve you. Uh, and you can also call our office, 919-784-9100. And thank you for joining us today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Own Your Wealth podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at cookwealth.com or give us a call at 919-784-9100. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. 
Cook Wealth Management Group, LLC is a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Cook Wealth Management Group, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.